Hey, basketball fans, welcome back to the NBA Playoff Banter Podcast. He's Marshall. I'm Chris. And is someone going to win a goddamn game between, uh, you know, the Lakers or, or the Celtics? I mean, the Celtics completely, we just talked about this before we hit, hit record, the Celtics completely let go of the rope in that game three now. Jeez Louise. Um, I got to admit, and if anybody doesn't admit it, you're bullshit. I am shocked that it's both series are 3-0. I can't believe it. I can't believe that Boston lost two games at home. <laughs> you got the home court, dude. That, that's crazy. But either way, here we are, Denver, both, both Denver and Miami, up 3-0. Um, it's going to happen. They're going to get to the finals. Um, in many ways, it, it's it's really interesting and like, wow, this is crazy. These teams are they're up three zip, you know. So there is that little buzz, like kind of make you smile, like how impressive it is. But also as a as a basketball fan, it's like, wow, this sucks, man. Because a lot of folks, including us, were anticipating at least six game series here. So yeah, we are kind of shocked here Monday afternoon. With game fours tomorrow or tonight and tomorrow looming, so we'll talk about it. We're going to talk both sides of it. We're not going to go too crazy into the off season stuff, and we also don't want to make the mistake of having a preview NBA Finals preview show. Right? We'll say that till next Monday. Um, so yeah, we will get to this here in just a second. If this is your first time listening to the NBA Playoff Banter Podcast, welcome. It streams live right here on blogtalkradio.com forward slash Robodope Radio. You don't have to go to Block Talk and Robodope and download the show there. You can find this NBA pod under Robodope Radio on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Player FM, TuneIn, Spricker, Stitcher, a whole host of other places. While you're at it, why don't you head on over to thegruelingtruth.com and Sports News. And one more thing, get your TV together without the hassle of cable. Stream the best entertainment and sports starting with 75 live channels. That's direct TV stream. Save $120 over your first year when you get any package and buy the direct TV streaming device. There's no annual contracts, no hidden fees. Plus, learn how to get premium channels included for the first three months with qualifying packages. Sign up today, direct TV stream. Anyway, let's go ahead and bring in Marshall to the fold. Just kind of give me. Well, first of all, you know, how you doing? And also just kind of an overview of what you're feeling. We'll start, you know, I think we'll start with the Boston and, and Miami series, if you can call either one of these series right now. Um, but what's your thought? First of all, like I said, how you doing? And, uh, man, I mean, the money you would have made on personal bets, and I know that's illegal, but on personal bets that uh, if you would have said – if anyone would have said that, you know, either of these series are going to be 3-0, we probably wouldn't be doing the podcast. We'd probably be, you know, buying islands uh, all over the world. Um, like I said, on one hand, Marshall, it, it makes you sit back and go, wow, this is impressive. <laughs> but it does kind of suck sitting here at 3-0 and the finals don't start till June 1st. God, June 1st? Well, yeah, yeah man. Uh, June first, Thursday. June first. I suppose not this you, Thursday. Next Thursday. <laughs> they always got to get those uh, dates set in stone. I, well, I mean that does make sense. Uh, 
Wow. Well, <clears throat> in regards to Miami and Boston, uh, the Heat have just been on. They've been on a roll, kind of like they were a couple years ago when they again start off with uh, beating Milwaukee. But uh, this trend, I mean, I think the biggest thing that people, <coughs> sorry, cops from killing me last few days. Um, aside from Jimmy Butler being just <coughs> an incredible talent, is uh, Spolstra. Like, his coaching maneuvers against Budenholzer, who's kind of been known as a stubborn guy, huge advantage. Um, Spolstra over Thibodeau, big advantage. Spolstra over a coach for the Boston Celtics, who the players basically went on record saying, we, we just really don't quite mesh with this guy. So... <coughs> Obviously, I do think you have to congratulate the Heat for the way they're playing on the court. So I think it's the court play along with head coach play, and they're, they've really just been on a, on, a, on a heater, Chris. Like this Heat team uh, came back from uh, two different thirteen point deficits in the fourth quarter to win games uh, in Milwaukee. You know, like I mean, this is a team that they've really kind of just gotten on a crazy run, and it hasn't stopped. So I think when you have the combination of a massively veteran savvy team with a head coach who has been there, done that, there's very few things that man hasn't accomplished. You're seeing that effect come together compared to a Boston team who I bet honestly, Chris, their fans probably thought they had a great chance of making it to the title this year. Yeah. Because of what they did last I mean, year. They were the favorite, you know, and they were the favorites in Vegas when this round started to win the championship. Huh? And but, I mean, it's going to be another year where I don't know. That's why they play the games, I guess, yeah. right? And I don't know how much you retool because I'm sure, you know, obviously if you're a Celtics fan, you don't want to see Tatum go. You don't want to see Jalen uh, Brown go. Wait, you're not going to get rid of Tatum. I mean, no, he no, just no, went right. 51 not long ago. Let's not, you know, do that. No, but I'm, I'm just saying I, I just think overall that whole team, like I don't think there is a whole lot of retooling to do. It, it just – I could care less sure. about Celtics. But they're a young team that has the pieces that are – you got to probably be a, a top three seed again next year. But, man, Miami's just on a heater, Chris. you got a, a, an incredible coach who I'm obviously a big fan of. And the the way I'll, – I'll say this, I'll give it back to you. The way they move the ball around the perimeter is just beautiful. Like, I remember being fascinated with how they played, like, really good team defense a couple years ago when they made their run. Um, it's I, And I'm seeing the same thing of that, but on the offensive side to where, like, it, the way they cycle the ball, it's so unselfish. It reminds me of Golden State. Like, obviously, I know that Butler can go ISO mode and get his. But it, when I was watching their last game, it's like, okay, well, Duncan Robinson just got a three. Or Vincent just pulled up for a shot. Or Struess is hitting a three. But there's just there's none of that the ball stands still moments. It's like someone's either trying to go into a corner and hit a three, which they've been doing very well, or – Someone is just like going ISO, but it's after like four to five passes. And you're seeing them tear apart a Boston defense who maybe they're not what they were last year, Chris, but still a pretty damn good defense by the numbers. Oh, no, it's a it's a great defense. It is a great defense. And we talked about this before we hit record. Um, they actually were trying to double Tatum at times, whereas the flip side, they're just letting Jimmy Butler abuse <laughs> abuse him, and we all know who him is. Um, well, actually, in the new way to say him, it's Jimmy Butler. But I'm talking about Williams talking shit after he hit a three, and Butler just giving him the menacing smile and whatever. 
Um, but yeah, man, it's, uh, it is kind of crazy for Boston because they're, well, they're not as good as defense as they were last year. I think that's key. Um, you know, Williams, the center, whether it's injury this year, he never quite played as good as he did the year before. Uh, that lineup isn't as good as it was. If you bring in the old man at center, it's better offensively. Uh, I just, yeah, you're right. It, it, they, they still turn the ball over too much. That's just a fact uh, compared to their assists, like you said. That, that I don't know. It just it is tough. I mean, for Boston, it's 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 a really great off season for them um, to hire a coach, given who's been hired or who's been fired, I should say. So. But, yeah, you you can't – you're not going to – besides, like, Brown, you know, Jalen Brown's really the only guy that you're going to probably be able to move and get something where it's like, okay, we can get two players and maybe some a pick or something, and it's going to just be a better fit or whatever. But other than that, it's a damn good lineup. And like you said, you're not going to blow it up. I know people love to play video games, and when their game's not going good or their franchise season's not going good, they could just hit the power button and restart. But – that's not how it goes, you know, and and you're right. They were two games away from winning it last year. They still made the conference finals this year with a coach yeah. they didn't have from last year. So you're right. You can't just blow it up, but it is a – it's interesting. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Um, <clears throat> no, I was just agreeing. And, uh, yeah, it's it, – I, I really do think that the coaching part uh, explains it because – Let's just say if Udoka was there last year, they probably don't have the hiccup game five closeout against Atlanta. They probably don't let that Philly series go like it did either. Like, I think in both those sure. series, Chris, they showed that they're the dominant team. But, and again, not that this is all on the coaching, because as much as I applaud Spolstra, it's, again, it comes down to players, and as much as I'm ripping this other guy, it still comes down to Taylor. Well, losing that game too. one yeah. against Philly without fucking Embiid. Yeah, and it's just like this team has just not quite had it, but they were good enough to get past the first two, but they're not getting past Miami. Now, I will say, Tatum is a hell of a ball player, but he's had a couple of games where he does deserve a bit of it because he is a superstar. He called himself humbly one of the best players in the league. But if true, you can't have two quiet fourth quarters either. So when the the game's on the line, like like he was having, he's had a couple of moments where – you can't go all for points in the fourth quarter. Now, do you hold people to a higher standard? Absolutely. But if this was a LeBron or a Curry or Jokic and he had back-to-back fourth quarter offers, he'd get shit too. So again, I'm not saying that Tatum is like the top five player in basketball, but if the accolades you're going to give him are top, top tier superstar, cool. But don't go pull into James Harden and have back-to-back games where you don't score in the fourth quarter. And it kind of has that heart and reminisce to it. I say that, Chris, because in one of the games, he didn't even shoot. So I kind of wonder where that's coming from. And I don't think it's coaching because in the NBA, you know, in most moments, Chris, when it's the games on the line, you give your ball to your best player. And he is their best. So I'm not quite sure what – and again, you hold him up to a high standard. But he's had a couple of moments where it's like, huh, I didn't see him going quietly because the guy can pretty much get his own shot. He's a pretty good three-point shooter. When he gets hot, he's super special. And, again, if he's not shooting the ball, who the hell in Boston is really going to make Miami work? 
I, I, I don't know. It just become the Jalen Brown show or Marcus Smart over dribbling show. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I thought you were gonna keep going more. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. I mean, I wouldn't go too hard on him because, uh, like I said, he in the last two years, what he's done in the playoffs is pretty fucking ridiculous. But, but to your point, I think you know a lot of that is fair. And just kind of breaking some of this down, I did. I do remember seeing. Well, first of all, we just got off of two game threes, right? Sure. When you're up two zip, it's a 92 percent chance you're gonna win the series. If you win game three, it's 73% overall, just no matter what the series is. But obviously that goes up game, you know, I'd love to see the 2-0-3-0 percentage of winning game three and you're up 3-0, you know. Uh, obviously it's, it's, it's major. Uh, um, under the heat when Jimmy Butler's been there, they're nine and two in game ones of series, which is kind of interesting. Wow. Um, if you look at game, yeah. If you look at game one, Boston was up 66 to 57 at half. Um, they just, you know, just kind of fell apart there. Game two, uh, uh, 54 50. In, in many ways where it was just too, too many turnovers, not just, uh, you know, just not get it done in, in many ways. Game two, um, let's see, game two, they were up 54 50. Um, the Heat were. But 30, the C's came out 31-22 in that third quarter. They were up 83-75. You're like, okay, they're going to win game two. 36-22, Miami outscored them in that fourth quarter, just to kind of talk about, you know, to add what you were saying in that. Heat were up 61-46 to already in game three at the half. And in the third quarter, 32-17. to And that's where I think they let go of the rope, the Celtics as a team I mean, maybe not each and every one, but that's where it was like, really, dude? Because even that Lakers game, like we said, they were getting their ass kicked by 20-plus, and they still came back and didn't let go of that rope. Um, their thing is execution and everything. We'll get to that. But, um, yeah, too many turnovers, not enough assists. Um, and if we're going to bring up, you know, you brought up Tatum, cool, but Brown the last two games has struggled. Um, 16, 12, you know, 12, struggling from three. Uh, between the Butler doing what he does, like you mentioned, their defense, their three-point shooting has just been ridiculous. Yes. And then a guy like Caleb Martin and other role players uh, just fitting perfectly, uh, bam, uh, has been really solid. I think he's like 18-9 in a couple blocks. Uh, bam is the third player in heat post-season uh, history to have 20 points, 15 boards, and five assists. Braun did it four times, and Shaq did it. Um, he's been just, you know, living up to his role. Obviously, we all know that 24-9 to run that the Heat had after Grant Williams, you know, got into Jimmy's face. Uh, you know, we all know what happened there, but there, we mentioned how it's probably going to be different. 35 to 30, 35% to 30% last year when they met um, from three and it's just been the opposite. If you look at Robinson uh, from regular season to playoffs, just in general, because uh, they didn't do it as well as against the Knicks, but the series before they did really well, obviously. But Robinson, 32.8%, 44.7. Martin, 35.6%, he's shooting 41.5. Uh, 
Vincent, 33.4, 38%. Love was around 30%. He's shooting 36%. Strauss has gone up a little bit. So has Lowry. Shit, so is even uh, Jimmy. <laughs> uh, so they're first in the playoffs in three-point percentage, and they bring defense, and they got the old man game. The one thing I'll say about this, the two players standing out the most right now are old man games, Butler and Jokic. Um, and it's not like the Celtics, Celtics didn't get their three-point opportunities and sometimes wide the F open. And another thing is they got that comeback in them, Miami. I think this year they've had three wins in the playoffs, um, being ten points down in the fourth quarter. And uh, the rest of the NBA combined this year is one of 53 in those games. Um so it just, you know, it's been there, done that as far as being together. But, yeah, here's the conference finals so far for their two top players uh, for Boston, 21 assists and 23 turnovers. We talk about point guards and all that and, and how that the offense has to be a little bit, you know, different. It's just not doing it. But Jalen Brown shooting 30, 38% from the field, 10% from three, even 50% from free throw line. He's got – you know, more turnovers than assists, no steals. Like, it's just, it's rough. And, you know, like I said, we're going to criticize Boston, but at the same time, we definitely don't want to, um, you know, take away from what Miami's done because they, uh, they've played a lot of minutes together. Some of them have been great minutes. Some of them have been, have been poor, you know going back to last year and how that went. And even this year, we know Jimmy Butler's kind of got that, in a sense, Kawhi Leonard regular season stuff going on, right? But, man, like, and that's why it was kind of weird that they were the AC, you know? I definitely wouldn't have guessed that they'd be here. But, uh, yeah, man, it's 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 been really impressive. Like I said, Butler, the three-point shooting and defense. <clears throat> yeah, just kind of wrap it up, just looking at even from game three, um, Duncan Robinson, a guy who kind of faded away in a way from how good he was a couple of years ago, uh, five yes, to seven on threes. On. On, on a given night, though, that dude still has like that kind of like Clay and Steph side where like if he shoots a three and you see the follow through go good, that thing is going through the net. Five of seven, Caleb Martin four of seven, uh, Gabe Vincent six of nine, Struce off night two of eight. But when you got four to five guys who can yeah. jack it from deep, like. And again, that ties into that what helps I Jimmy about. so much too, you know. Yeah, because if you want to double Jimmy Butler, cool, fine, go ahead, nope. because he's he's selfless enough to pass the ball, and if and he it leads, leads, you know, it's an open floor. <laughs> then if you have that many shooters, yeah, and, and there's and then you got to pick your poison. So do you do you guard the three or double team Butler? So yeah, that's just a a well orchestrated offense. They're on a roll. And my last point about this is when when I when I saw that Boston didn't win the first quarter of game three, I was like, oh, shit. Because same with the Lakers, which we'll get to here shortly. I expected Lakers game three to come out hot. They didn't. I expect the Celtics game three. I know it's in Miami, but, hey, it's a veteran team. Maybe Tatum gets cooking. Like, okay, they're going to do it. But then when I saw the box score was 30 to 22, I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> The Celtics might start be uh, playing trips to Cancun because 
it's always kind of been that old adage, Chris, that when we were, and more so maybe when we started this podcast a decade ago, but I mean, it, but it really still is true to this day for the most part, maybe besides this year. But when a team goes down 2-0, normally in the NBA, game three is that b- bounce back spot where right. it maybe won't flip the whole series, but hey, that team's got their backs against the wall. They're going to come out hot. And hey, they'll, they'll yeah, leave. 2-0 is done. People have come back from 2-0 way more than people understand. For know? sure. Yeah. And, but it's really, it normally starts off with a really hot first half of game three. But <coughs> yeah, to see Miami um, be up eight after the first quarter and then put their foot on the next in the second quarter is like, okay, well, there was no slip up. There was no hesitation. And that was just. And in the third um, quarter. I mean, they talk oh, about neck. They brought up. Well, well, I, I was going to get a lot worse than that. But yeah, they did. But even to your point. In the Lakers game two, or game three, sorry. Yeah, Lakers game two, actually. Uh, I think when it was 27 to 27 at the end of the quarter, it felt like it was going to be the Lakers, you know, if you, if you look at how that quarter slowly went, they got back into it. But there was moments where it was like, they might be up by eight or something in this quarter. Let's see. And then, boom, by the end of the quarter, you know, you're like, nope, forget it. It's a tie game. They needed, you're right, though, that, that bringing that out. Uh, just setting the tone, really. Zach yes. Lowe said this on his podcast. Um, he, he thinks he thinks there's an argument to be made. This is Miami uh, that the Heat are playing better without Hero. I think Tyler Hero's injury. This is his quote. May have actually helped them because now they place lineups with maximum of one guy you could really hunt on defense and uh, a minimum of zero if you're. Um, offense is all Jimmy. I don't think it's crazy to say they, you know, wouldn't be better without. So he's he's making an argument that the hero thing is not as crazy it seems. And I go, and I'm kind of in between. I see his I see his point, but I'm also like, well, I don't know. But the fact that they had a guy, and I brought, I, you know, what brought brought that up, I had screenshotted to talk about it, but I forgot about it. But once you put, said Davidson, it's like, yeah, but they also have this guy now who's playing like he was about four years ago at times. So that, that kind of, you know, that kind of takes away from it. And he's a lo- he's a bigger, longer dude who, who, who moves faster on defense. He, he's more into it on defense than, say, Tyler. Uh, but I don't know. I, I was kind of in between on that line. But just to add uh, to what you're saying, and they keep talking about the undrafted guys, and that is awesome. I mean – undrafted in, in NBA basketball isn't as crazy as, say, NFL, you know, because there's way sure. more rounds. But um, now that they're here, it's like I, I think that's great with the, 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 the front office should get all the credit for that. But now that they're here, it's like, no, nah, these dudes are – we can stop saying that undrafted stuff because these guys, you know. Now, who knows? You know, some of them go to a different team where it's not as good as fit. You know, maybe they're not as strong or whatever, but and either way, that go ahead. all comes back to just being a well-ran organization from top to bottom, and that, that's really what it is. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, moving over to the other series, by the way, uh, twelve different players have scored forty plus points in the NBA playoffs in two thousand three, the second most uh, for yeah, and one postseason. The 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 number one postseason was 15 in 2021. Then it goes back to 2017 at 10, 
2009 had 10, 2006 had 10. There's, there's 12 so far. Uh, that was open of stats. Um, but anyway, we're going to go to the other side of like, holy shit, what's going on? Um, Denver, uh, strong, strong start to that game one. And not just start, but a lot of the game, obviously. And uh, they looked like they were just going to run them off the court. And to, you know, to the credit of uh, the Lakers, they cut it to like, I think it was like 8, 108. 100 or something like that. Then it looked like, okay, it's back to like 14. Then I thought, okay, this game's over now. They, they bumped it back to 14. But then, boom, they came storming back, um, got within three, didn't, weren't able to, you know, get that comeback. But some people were like, hey, you know, they, they tweaked some stuff. They may have found something. And uh, they played a better game, too, that's for sure, than they did to the well, it's I guess that's not saying much because that the first three quarters, well, maybe sec, two and a half quarters of that opening game, Denver was just throttling and just offensively just moving. And it really felt like the game one, as a Timberwolves fan, game one in that series where it's like, yeah, there was nothing you were going to do to them in that game. You were just going to lose that game. But like I said, the um, – Credit to the Lakers to get back in that. But we talked about before this season at the series, sorry, as we previewed it, uh, you brought up a point um, which I think really holds strong. The top four players for Denver are better than the top four for L.A. Um, as far as quality of player, and now they have been together for a while, on and off, the last chunk of years, ever since they made these little minor trades to, to get this lineup, they've done some tweakings and they have a rookie coming off their bench this year or whatever. But that that's really held strong. Um, I, I thought that the way you you know delivered that, I agreed with you then, and it's really making sense. And I think you can actually now push it. Now that we've seen three games, you could push it to six people that all the starting lineup in. The, the Bruce Brown off the bench, who's been just huge, whether it's scoring, hitting shots, defense, he's been just really key. So when Jokic does go to the bench or some of their bench players are in, he's been huge on not, not letting that rope go and not letting the, the Lakers go go nuts. And on the flip side, yeah, the, you know, the Lakers have one guy off the bench right now who you could make an argument shouldn't should be in the starting lineup. Um but other than that, you got D'Lo, Vando, Beasley's not even playing. Walker hasn't done much. Schrader's done okay defensively, but he hasn't done much. That, you know, seventh, eighth, ninth player that, um, you know, we thought, oh, well, it's a deeper team. It just hasn't played out. And um, and it goes to kind of what we're talking about Miami. It's just, a you know, like a when the offense is flowing – the fine-tuneness stuff, um, you know, another thing we talked about was Jokic. Do, do you, you know, do you let him, do you, do you spend a lot of people trying to shut him down or do you let him make it a tad less difficult for him to score and not get his teammates involved as much because are you sure you want him to have those double digits assists because that usually goes wrong. Um, obviously Jokic, well, and Davis actually in that first game went nuts. 
Uh, the big two went nuts in that first game, actually. Then the rest kind of filled in beyond, like, Bruce Brown and uh, uh, Hachimura. But, I mean, that shot he made <laughs> at the end of the second quarter, that Scotty Thurman-looking rainbow three that won in, even Davis had to be like, yeah, I don't know what to do uh, with that. But that, that, that four, which I would now turn into six, has really proven – uh, to be the difference maker in this series, man. That they they and, and obviously Jokic just played great and all that. But that fourth quarter in Game Two that Murray had, and he you know he, he carried that over to Game Three in the first half. Um, it, it just Denver has proven to be the better team. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> just some numbers that jumped out to me. Because these guys are starters, and in theory, if you start a game in the NBA, unless you're doing some weird switching, you're going to play a lot of minutes. Uh, in game two, <coughs> D'Angelo Russell, 10 points, Vanderbilt, four. And in game three, Vanderbilt, two points, Russell, three. So two of your starters combined have five, nine. Two of your starters have 19 total points in the last two games. So it's pretty much been... <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. Um, LeBron, A.D. Reeves show, which is good, but who who's helping? And LeBron is not the younger guy he used to be, where if this series was three years ago, it's probably not 3-0. Because LeBron would have that game where he says, F it, I'm putting my team on my back, we're going to win. But that 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 side of him is, is gone in a way. And A.D., <clears throat> Again, the man's having a good series, but you're finally now seeing, for once, the effect of Murray being able to enjoy a playoffs. And God, that dude's got to be loving it because <clears throat> we all got teased when, when he was in the bubble, <clears throat> and it was the uh, Murray uh, Donovan Mitchell who's going to drop fifty first show back and forth, and that was, uh, I mean, pure fucking joy of basketball to watch. And yeah, he had two fifties in that series too. I think God, that series that. that series was for it was a pick and roll and who's gonna like score one twenty first. That was beautiful basketball. Um but in the last two years he's been hurt and unhealthy. <clears throat> and then Porter Jr. has back issues. And Jokic he really does kind of for the most part stay healthy on the court. But now that all of his boys are there, LeBron's a couple years older, Murray really has been enjoying his moment. And he's been stepping up most importantly in the fourth quarter. Um, again, when you're a superstar, as I was kind of giving Tatum a little bit of crap, uh, you can't give Murray crap because this fourth quarter in this series, Chris, has really been his. So when you have Lakers starters who are struggling to score, held double-digit points at best, held it last game, they got five total points out of two-year starting players. <laughs> um, that puts too much pressure on LeBron and AD. <clears throat> and as you said, the um, – Nuggets are just a more well-rounded team at this point. Again, a couple of years ago, I don't think we could say this because, again, you know, the the years tack on, and I, I just don't, I, I don't see three or four years ago. And Denver has happen. had their base this whole time, whether they're playing or not. You know, they played a lot of minutes together too. Yeah, like they're fucking ready to go. And, and and now that you're able to enjoy a year where you're healthy, you're like, dude, this is our shot. Because it, it, it had to be frustrating for them, man, because they pretty much always were the number one seed. Like, hey, we're going to win 
56 to 62 games in the regular season. <coughs> and then they were not always the number one seed. Well, I don't know about they, that. maybe like, not always number one, but they've always been like a top three seed for the most part. Yeah. And, and, oh yeah, last year when they didn't have Murray the whole year, they were six, and I thought that was really impressive. Yeah, because you, you stayed out of the playing. Um, another thing is those two years that go by after that conference final for them, especially last year, didn't they get swept? Or no, was it a five game series with uh, Golden State? Did they get swept, or was it Golden one five game? I can't remember. The first round last year, Golden State. You're a Golden State fan. You should know this. Um, say, that, say it again. I'm sorry. I, I just had to cop. What did you say? Let's go. Last year, did Golden State sweep Denver or just a one or five uh, games? I yeah, I think I think I think because I think Steph went like crazy, crazy. No, no, I think no. They won. They won. I think Denver won one at home. That that Bones Highland guy went off. I think it was five. Okay. Gentlemen sweep. My my point is those two series go or years go by coming off a conference final in 2020, which you know they said that the bubble was bullshit. Well, these same two teams are here, <laughs> so obviously uh-huh. that's not bullshit. Um, and on the flip side, right, Miami, you know they're they're doing pretty good over there. Um, no shit. But my point is they the fucking there's so many knee jerk times, um, and this is a perfect example of you know, blaming the star too much. Like, oh, we'll see. I mean, a lot of people were talking about, well, look at two years ago how Aiton, or no, yeah, two years ago how Aiton was able to contain Jokic. It's like, well, dude, they didn't have their full team, though, you know? You can't you can't jump on stars. I think we give them too much credit sometimes. Sometimes they earn that 100%, don't get me wrong. But I also think we jump on them too much because it's like, dude, I'm so glad that Denver, when you look at it, nowadays sports, they didn't fire their coach either. They didn't fire their coach after getting kicked out in one round because they knew what was going on. And Tim Conley, who's now, you know, built this team, who's now with the Timberwolves, honestly, like, that was a good-ass move. And, you you, you know, shit, look at what, you know, there's other, look at Milwaukee, look at other stuff. There's stuff that they may have made a mistake, maybe they did, but as far as Denver not to fire the coach these last two years, has paid dividends. He's been there eight years. A lot of this core has been there for a while, you know. They are a good-ass team that's played a lot of minutes together, man. Well, just kinda, And they're not going anywhere either. No, that, that that's why uh... – <clears throat> just kind of wrap up my Denver thoughts is that Jokic really he, he's just, if you ever watch him play it, it, it's just a rarity just because for his size the way he handles the ball Chris it, it really is special like <clears throat> he 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 okay he, he shoots a three I wouldn't say like he's not like Curry but he, he, the three-point shot is there he's so unselfish looking to pass I remember watching a couple regular season games this year where it's a close game in the fourth quarter but he shot the ball like two times, but he had like six assists. Like he, he sees the court so well for his size. There truly isn't. I mean, I suppose if we jump in, maybe a guy like Bam might guard him, but See, I think no it's one... his footwork in his uh, ability to take, to use his size rather than his dribbling skills. You know what I mean? Well, I, well, I just think that the, the fact he's able to dribble just half decently makes him just hard to go. He's, 
Because he backs people in and spins and does all these crafty fucking moves that it it just – if you give him the ball on the elbow at the top of the key, you're in good hands. Yeah, I just – I don't know what the answer is regarding that, man. I I, I truly don't think there is a good one. Um, I I just – he's he's, he's special. And now that you have, like, a healthy Porter Jr. who, again, he's he's obviously not, like, a five-tool player, but he can, like, jump out the gym. That team is just, yeah, they're cooking. And like you said, to tie again, I, I, I talked a lot about the chemistry and the savviness that he'd have. Um, <clears throat> Denver doesn't have quite the longevity of that organization. But they've also, but with like you said, their current they've had, teams they yeah, do. they've had this you know, same core for a, the roster, right? A, a pretty much the last three to four years, it's been the same guys. And there's something to be said for not firing a coach. I mean, even nowadays, a little. I mean, hockey hockey is crazy how they often fire. And even NFL has now become pretty young to fire. But, yeah, there's something to be said for – But hockey and be- <laughs> basketball have been the worst. And they'll yeah. do it, like, in the 10th game. You know, you're like, yeah. come on, guys. Why and, the fuck and, you do it in game 10? Who gives a shit? Like, and why, would that you, is, why would you go the whole offseason with them then, you know? And that is a tip of the cap to the front office because most people don't have the patience to – Last that long, and, and well, you, you haven't won a title yet. Well, you haven't been to a title. Well, yeah, in, injuries aren't always the coach's fault. Like you know, I, I can't help it that Murray kept getting hurt, you know, or whatever. But yeah, um, I just, I, I think it also, like you said, this team ain't going away. We're seeing the pretty much the not the downfall is the wrong word, but the ending coming up of LeBron and Golden State. Like they, they, they had their time. They had their great decade run in. I'm not saying that like LeBron and the Warriors are just going to fold apart next year and not make the playoffs. But well, how come you the, weren't bringing up you know other wash things about your guys? You know, I tried to bring up a clay stat. You want to brush it to the side? Now they're, they're, it's just LeBron fame. They're 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 all getting older. Clay Clay's not the same guy as these. Yeah, hey, I got news for you. LeBron's older than them. Okay, uh, he also played more games in the NBA as far as early in his career, because remember, none of those guys came out their first year in college, oh, sure. correct? No. Oh, so now yeah. that he has more 50, ga- 50 more games a season almost, and that's eight straight finals, He, I mean, he should be washed. He should be oh, yeah. completely I mean, washed. I mean, it, it, but you're seeing, my, my point, though, is, is that you're seeing these guys who pretty much ran the West for, well, ran the West slash NBA, that they're eventually fading away just because Father Time's catching up to them. And a team like Denver, <clears throat> who your oldest player, I mean, I, I don't know Jokic or Murray's age, but those guys, they're they're still, like, in their prime. So, it, again, that's credit to the Jokic is going to last a longer, too, because he, de- he, he look what he has to do. He doesn't have to move. I know. Fast, you know? And, and he doesn't have the wear and the tear. He doesn't have, like, crazy I mean, he's tall. Like that, but, yeah, he Usually is. tall guys do fade quicker. I guess that's True. the only thing you said. But ever since he got that weight off and got in great shape, you I know. know. Every, dude, so. COVID's the best <laughs> thing to happen to Jokic ever. I swear to God. You know, because that yeah. four months or whatever he got off, three months. Came back a different came looking back person. A new fucking person. Look at his stats since then, dude. I, know. I mean, it is fucking impressive. <laughs> it really so. is. Let me ask you then, do you think that this series goes back to Denver? Denver's going to fly home, but do the Lakers join them on the flight? You didn't ask that in the last series. 
Um, well, because because I, I don't I, Boston flying home, but I, Jimmy Butler's going to be chilling on the beach. I, I don't I don't see that. Ha- I think Jimmy Butler says peace. I'm gonna I'm gonna finish this shit. Right, right. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, is this their game? They finally let go of the rope. You know, I don't know. It doesn't feel like they're going to do that. Um, I mean, because like you said, I mean, they're the, at the, home. the Lakers have thrown know. some good. They've thrown some good punches. Like the Lakers have been bombs in the series, you know. They, yeah, they, no, yeah, they're playing hard. They're, they're, they are. You know, they've, they've been a, they, these last two games, they've had times where they could have won the game. For sure. They just did, and there's no excuse for it. They just uh-huh. did, you know. I know. There's reasons. There's reasons why they didn't, but but it is a different vibe. Um, I don't, dude, I don't know. I mean. Or, well, maybe let me – from the way you're speaking, maybe I should ask you, do you think the Celtics have a better chance of winning game four than the Lakers do? No. Oh, no, I don't. Okay. Because oh. it's the home court, and I don't okay. know. I mean, it, it's tough for me to make any prediction on these fucking series right now. <laughs> it's 3-zip. Who the fuck thought yeah, this, yeah. you know? Um, and we forgot – you know, here's another thing real quick. We forgot to mention the stat that you you brought up last week. You brought it up when we didn't record. Which we is now going to be 19-1, and one, barring a freaking miracle. Exactly. So, so, go ahead with your stat. The, the, the stat that I heard on my uh, the Ve- the and Vegas radio station, going into the conference finals <coughs> for the past nine years, um, the stat is 17-1. The teams who have played less games in the first two rounds of the playoffs were 17-1 in the conference finals. So if you played lesser games than your opponent did, so let's say you played, you know, you had even a sweep and they did. Even if it's just one, which yeah. it was. Even if it's just one. Yeah. Right. Those teams were 17-1, which, again, I would kind of maybe think it's like fresher legs. Um, yeah, and you it, can break down series by series and, oh, that's and, and only one more game. maybe you're playing better basketball. But even so, I mean, yeah. the fact that two teams are in the conference finals, normally, it, it in theory, normally is a coin flip. But you got to pay <laughs> attention to the stats. I, I should have bet. Yeah, it will now be nineteen and one. So for the past ten years, the teams that played the lesser amount of games to make to the conference finals will be nineteen and one. The last ten years, and that truly is freaking remarkable. I mean, yeah, there is some sense to like, hey, if you get forced to a game seven and the other team you're playing only played the game four, right? Sure, but maybe or how the team... Boston had to jump right into it one day after. But you know, that's uh-huh. part of not closing shit out. That's part of losing uh-huh. True. your fucking bullshit in the first. Game one with no Embiid. You can't yep. do that, you nope. know? Like, I, I can see the teams that are old, that needed the rest, that are banged up really bad. That's different, you know? That's different. Sure. But they didn't come in there limping. Boston no. didn't come into that series limping, dude. Uh-uh. So, yeah, 19-1. I got to remember that for next year because, man, that, that's – Yeah. <clears throat> and when that. you told me that, I was like, okay, well, I'm happy with the Miami bet, you know? Because sure. the first thing I did was put uh, – Money on both of the both of the plus numbers, which obviously it was a larger plus number for Miami than I think the tops I saw for the Lakers was plus one forty. It's not a lot of plus one twenties. Um, okay, you know, right? And this is last Monday before the game started. You know, but when you yeah. told me that stat, I wrote it down and was like, "Holy shit! I gotta at least pay attention to that." Because I started kind of breaking sure. it down, thinking not just this year, but the last couple of years. Well, what's that mean? Is that does that really line up? But when you got nine years now, ten years of it, that's a yeah. pretty good formula. So yeah, I immediately after 
uh, our show went and put money on Denver to win it all. <laughs> because I also was like, we all both agreed that whoever fucking wins this series, the West is going to win the championship. But, you know, that's also before what Miami was – now the Miami's 3-0. I'm like, oh, shit, hold on. I know, I know. Hang on, this might go seven games, you know. Yeah. I guess that's what we can uh, – the, the only thing we can hope for as fans is that one of these series can get to a game six just for entertainment purposes, just sure. for some sort of like – like if the Lakers, I suppose that would be the, the more meaningful one because they'd have a home court. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, you're like, oh, here we go, you know. Um, maybe they can win game six, and then you just never know, you know. But other than that, and that's a long shot even that, but I, I guess we just got to hope for a, a seven-game series where, like, three or four out of the seven games are just awesome for the finals because it's just, it, it, they're, you know, it is. we're trying our best not to do a finals preview. Let's put it that way. So, uh, any any last notes, my friend? Nope, no, sir. Right. Not well, at all. On that note, we uh, again we 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 both feel in our guts that these are both going to be uh, that the Celtics and Lakers will be in Cancun together soon. Uh, God knows where Kaylee Jenner and uh, Kim Kardashian may be. Who knows? I'm not sure. Maybe they're falling around someone. But uh, thanks so much for the support. We will be back. Um, next week, we'll, we'll see what we're talking about. Uh, but yeah, you might have a little bit of a break till the NBA Finals start, but we will be having an incredible Finals preview. That is one of my favorite shows of the year of all of our podcasts we do. Our Finals preview is always a really fun show. So Yeah, we'll be looking was, to talk about something by that time, too. <laughs> like, all we right, will. Maybe we'll be a Kardashian update. <laughs> <laughs> so on that note, thanks for the support. We love you. Stay safe. Uh, I can't say stay warm anymore because the weather's getting nice. So the boys are out. Have a good one. Peace.